is painfully obvious to me that Mega Championship Wrestling has never wanted the professor around. Has never wanted Tyreek Kalam around. Apparently, we stepped on the wrong toes or bruised the wrong egos. But you know what? It's just too damn bad. We're here and we're not going anywhere until we get what we want. Until we get what we deserve. And I don't care how many people will go through the entire roster and inflict punishment on every single one of them until we get what we deserve. For you dunderheads in Mega Championship Wrestling, both the wrestlers and fans, let me elucidate a bit. Champions, former champions, contenders, veterans, rookies, Men, women, all of them are challenged to see if any of them have the temerity, the audacity, and the testicular fortitude to enter the ring with the Jutsu! and see if they measure up. Are there any questions? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode, what y'all been waiting for. Powerbomb Jutsu, man. B is done. We got another guest today, don't we, Don? Yeah, a smart guest. Right. Yeah. Smartest podcast ever. That's right. Uh, you have the professor from mo- uh, most of the time Mega Championship Wrestling, but branching out to a couple couple new places. So uh, here we go. I like to hear. I used to skip a lot, so I ain't really looking forward to this episode <laughs> right here, man. Well, I. <laughs> I put away my detention pad, so you're you're safe today. Oh, I'm good then. I'm cool. We can <laughs> yeah. talk. We can, we can talk then. Yeah, exactly. What's going on, man? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, we're really looking forward to the next uh, mega event on on January 25th. Uh, Tyreek Kalam, who uh, I've managed since I've started uh, in wrestling, uh, with a, with a little hiatus in the middle there, is going up against Johnny All Night and. That one's been brewing for a while. Uh, just got back from New Wrestling Era in, uh, I, I pronounced it Bella Fontaine, but I was told it's pronounced Bell Fountain, uh, Ohio, which is down near Columbus. We, we just got back. Uh, we had uh, a match there on uh, this past Saturday where uh, we introduced a new stable down there, which was, which was pretty good. It was actually their inaugural show. Oh, that's pretty dope. What's the stable called? The stable is called the Force. Hey. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm Obi Wan in this one now. <laughs> Who came <laughs> up with that name? Uh, the promoter, uh, uh, Dante Black. Uh, yeah, the promoter down there came up with uh, the name for us, the Force. So we we'll just take it and run with it. Oh yeah, run as uh, far as you can. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of fun, uh, to have, uh, I was actually kind of involved quite a bit in, uh, the event, uh, Saturday. It was a lot of fun, a lot of good people, uh, down there. And again, they're, I think they're, they're building something good. So hopefully a few more shows and they'll really be, be hitting stride. Yeah, hopefully. Good luck to y'all down there, man. Thank now, you. Now let's get right into it. How'd you get involved with Megan? Cause that's one of our favorite promotions to go to out here. Yeah, I well, uh, I mean, like most people that that I think get into this, you know, I was a fan ever since I was a little kid, 
you know, I was a fan of wrestling and, uh, I, you know, never thought I would have an opportunity to participate in it, but I was at one of the indie shows. I don't know. This is back, you know, six, seven years ago. I don't, you know, maybe longer. I was at when Chikara and, uh, and AIW had sort of a joint show planned. And I recognized a couple of guys from the college that I teach at, uh, Jeff Traxler and, and Matt Melvin, the Iceman. And I recognized them just from being in the radio station. So I just went up to them and started having a conversation. And I didn't realize, you know, that, uh, they were involved in wrestling. I just recognized them from the school. And, uh, then maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, I wanted to get on the radio. So I, joined the radio station at Lorraine community and, and was talking to Matt and he says, you know, you should, you know, you're a wrestling fan. I, you know, I remember seeing you at the, the Chikara event, you know, you should give it a try. You should talk to Jeff and see if uh, you could get into managing. And I thought, well, Hey, that sounds like a good idea. I think I have something to offer there. So went through training for a while and, uh, and uh, that, that's kind of how it went. Um, you know, I, I've been managing Tyreek Kalam. Uh, most of the, the time I've been in this, uh, again, like I said, other than a, a little hiatus I had uh, for some personal issues, but uh, I really enjoy working with Tyreek. He's, he's a really great guy, works extremely hard, and really deserves a lot more recognition, I think, than than he gets, if, if I'm going to be honest here. Uh, yeah, I hear you. This time will come. Just tell him to keep working. Yeah, he definitely has a very strong work ethic, so... Again, he's he's a lot of fun to be around, and and I enjoy working with him. That's what's up. Now, how did this gimmick come about as the professor? Well, it's really not a gimmick because you teach, but yeah, how did it, you think about putting that into the wrestling world? Well, again, you know, when when I was talking to uh, Jeff and during training, you know, uh, one of the things that you try to do is, you know, you want to make the persona as much like you are in real life. You know, it, it, you know. It wouldn't be credible if I went and tried to act like I was, you know, uh, you know, uh, something that I'm not, you know. So since I am a professor, <laughs> you know, we, we went with that and we went with that approach. And I've always kind of admired the managers that kind of were like the the deep thinkers, you know, the. Uh, the, the Paul Ellerings and the, uh, the, the JJ Dillons, the, the strategists and, and all that. So it just was sort of just a natural out, outgrowth of, of what I did for a living and, and just my personality. Uh, it's working. I'll tell you okay. that. Thank you. So Thank which you. was harder, teaching kids or managing? What is hard? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, I will say they both have their own challenges. Uh, I, uh, it, it is hard. Uh, the one thing that I'm trying to get, uh, more into is getting more involved in the actual match and inter interjecting myself into the match and, and acting in a way to sort of give my, my guy a, a bit of an advantage here. Uh, I think a lot of the work that I've done so far have been you know, just doing promos, you know, uh, uh, starting with my diary and, and other promos that I did with Tyreek and, and on my own. So now I think we're going to try to apply uh, 
the professor's intellect and, and devious nature to actually getting involved in some matches. So that part, that part's, I think, coming for me. Uh, but that part is, is my challenge. But, you know, they both have their own challenges. You got to start hitting people with rulers. Well, uh, funny you should mention that. Uh, <laughs> I, I did have... I did carry a yardstick to the ring uh, a few years back, and I I do believe that I'm going to be reviving that uh, just because, you know, you know, hey, I'm an old guy. I, I don't have a lot of, of physical strength or whatever. So, you know, when when someone like Paxton Calloway or something comes at you, yeah, I need a yardstick or something to defend myself with. And in fact, a yardstick probably isn't even enough. Maybe I, I don't know, need two yardsticks or something. But uh, uh, and he did this past Saturday. He, he kind of uh, didn't like that that I sort of uh, questioned a referee's decision, so he came at me. And let me tell you, being being chased down by Paxton is an intimidating uh, experience. <laughs> I bet seven feet. Yeah, I've sh- I've shaken hands with him, and my hand like disappears. It's like if you were like we're going to shake the hand of a five year old or something. It's like you know you just don't see your hand anymore. You know, <laughs> and his hand is just wrapped around it. So yeah, he's a big fella, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to try to stay on his good side. Oh yeah, but you are on this good side at Mega, right? At, at Mega, generally I am. We we sort of uh, we sort of uh, avoid each other. This was uh, <laughs> this is a three way uh, match, so uh, normally what what normally might be friends and allies kind of went out the window because it was a three way uh, match with Kalam and uh, Johnny All Might. Oh yeah, everybody out for themselves get that win by any means. Exactly, <laughs> and. And uh, and Tyreek did win that match, so I was very proud of him. He he came out on top, and he uh, again he's he's happy because he gets uh, all night again, uh, uh, you know, in in uh, a week and a half again at, at the mega event. So uh, they've had bad blood for a long time. So this is this is I think a chance for Tyreek to work out some of his frustrations uh, on Johnny All Night. Yeah, I'll be looking out for that match. Or. Or Johnny No Fight, or Johnny Disappointment, or uh, we have a number of nicknames for him. <laughs> How did your staple and make it come about? Well, uh, what it was, I think, in, in general, uh, the idea was that that we kind of felt that, like I told you before, that Tyreek wasn't really getting the um, the uh, the attention that he deserved, you know, and. So we kind of formed the Reject Academy to sort of focus uh, the people and say, hey, you're not going to reject us. You know, Uh, we're going to demand your attention. We're going to demand the matches that we deserve and the attention from the from the audience. And originally it started off with uh, Tyreek and Brian Conville. And I think Brian. might be taking a little bit of a break from it. Uh, we added Mark uh, Alejandro, who has the very uh, intimidating task of going up against Jackson Stone in, in a week and a half. Uh, and uh, we, we've added a couple people. Joey Vincent Martini was sort of a temporary member. But uh, again, the goal is just to get 
the people that deserve the matches and the title shots and the attention that have previously been rejected to to give them and put sort of the spotlight on them. So that's really the whole intention of of that stable. And Tyreek is sort of the, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of think of us as kind of like co-captains, you know, he, you know, you know, he, uh, and I, 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 I see us as sort of the, what would you say? The nucleus of the reject Academy. And then over time, you know, we're going to, we're going to be adding people in that we think can help the cause and can contribute, uh, to our efforts and, and what our goals are. Like anybody got an eye on? about adding to the stable? Uh, well, we've talked back and forth about it. It's, it's a little premature to, uh, to, to guess. Uh, Tyreek was a little concerned about some of the people that I had brought in, uh, you know, already. So we're, we're going to slow down a little bit and we're going to make sure that we bring some quality people in and we're going to, we're going to really take our time and look at that. Um, and, uh, if you, um, over the next few weeks, I think if you look, uh, uh, me and Tyreek actually had a discussion, uh, about this very thing and, uh, we should be, uh, uh, that should be posted a mega's page coming up, uh, very shortly. Uh, we had a discussion this weekend about that and our strategy going forward. Um, uh, you know, you know, how do I want to say this? Um, you know, let there be no doubt, you know, uh, me and Tyreek are, like I said, sort of equal partners in this, you know. It's not like I'm the leader and he's the muscle, you know. He has uh, as much responsibility as, as I do as far as the direction uh, of the Reject Academy and, and what we're going for. So, you know, we're a team. So, um, you know, and, and we plan on, on sticking together and, and taking us as far as we can. So how does it be, you know, you know, two people co-host it and just keep on going and just keep on adding people from there yeah exactly. yeah yeah we're kind of the core and again if if we, if we add people in we're gonna we're gonna take our time maybe a little bit and and add people in um maybe not being quite of as a rush as, as i was previously <clears throat> i agree with that that way people see what type of force y'all are so by the time you do want to recruit them had no choice but to join in. That's right. That's right. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I, I definitely have my eye on a few people and I don't really want to <laughs> divulge their names at this point. <laughs> you know, I got to keep some of my cards close to the vest, you know. Right. No surprises. I see. I see what you mean. Man. Exactly. I'm pretty sure it's somebody that everybody got an eye on, though. Probably. Yep. All we got to do is watch. That's right. That's now, right. I'm going to take it a little bit to the fantasy world with this professor again. Okay. And since you said you've been watching the men of fantasy as a kid, what would you say are some underrated people that you would have liked to manage back then? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Uh, I loved growing up. I loved Ernie Ladd. Uh, and, and I, I think I would, I would love to manage, I would have loved to manage Ernie Ladd. Uh, it, it is something because I don't really, I, I guess there have been cases of it, but I don't really see managers as working with faces too often. 
You know, I know like Backlund had Arnold Skolan and so did Bruno, but um, you know, I generally think of heels and, and growing up the one heel that I, well, actually there are two heels that I, that I, I didn't like them, but I admired them. And Ernie Ladd was one of them. And the other was Johnny Valentine. He was a tough customer, as they say. He was, he's actually responsible for one of the best angles. I still remember as a kid where he broke, uh, Johnny Powers, who was sort of the local face uh, this is like in the early 70s. Uh, he broke his nose and that resulted in uh, a big event at the Cleveland Municipal Stadium called the Super Bowl of Wrestling in like 72 or 73. But I love to have managed Johnny Valentine. I love to have managed Ernie Ladd. Um, let's see. Uh, going back through uh, uh, coming more recently, um to like, I'm, I'm trying to think of some '80s people uh, that I like that I think would have benefited from my sagacious leadership abilities. Um, someone like um, I, I always thought that like the Barbarian and um, the Warlord, uh, the the Powers of Pain, could have done more uh, under under good management. Uh, the barbarian, especially I thought was, 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 uh, a pretty tough guy. And, and I think, uh, I think those two would be guys that, that I would have, uh, liked to manage and, and sort of be the brains behind their brawn and, and maybe give them some guidance, uh, uh, some leadership. That's a, that's a really good question. I, I, uh, I, I have to think through, uh, Don Morocco, I would have loved to have managed him. Uh, I know he had Fuji and they were kind of interesting and entertaining. Uh, but I think with a little bit sharper leadership, I think Morocco could have been uh, a world champion. Paul Orndorff, another one that I think should have won the WWF at the time world championship. So those are the ones that, that popped to mind initially. Who was your favorite growing so, up? My favorite growing up was Johnny Powers. Yeah, he was he was like he would have been like the John Cena of the Cleveland area in the early seventies. He, you know, everyone loved him. Yeah. That's dope. Oh, go ahead, Dom. <clears throat> so like any how about anybody now, like in this era, who would like to manage? Oh wow. Uh I love uh I love one of my favorites is Oscar these days. I I just think I loved her as a face, and I think I love her as a heel even more. And uh, I I think uh, I think she's one of the best uh, wrestlers out there. Uh, I love Keith Lee. I think he is uh, a future star. Uh, I love MJF, but I don't know if he needs a manager. Uh, he he does enough. Uh, he, he he does enough with his own mouth. I don't think he needs a mouthpiece quite so much. But uh, MJF is, a, is, again, another one of my favorites. Um, let's see. Uh, I actually love uh, NWA Power. So I'm thinking of some of the guys on there uh, that would be good. I don't know if Aldis and his crew need a manager per se. They already have Camille, and I don't think I look quite as good in an evening gown as Camille does. So we'll, we'll pass on that one. Um, I do like Tim storm. 
Um, I love uh, Aaron Stevens, former Damian Sandow, and uh, and Question Mark. Uh, there's such a goofy sort of old school character that I just can't help but liking that. Yeah, definitely NWA power is really entertaining. I don't watch a new episode. I, they, they added Scott Steiner to, uh, I know Nick Otis added Scott Steiner to his group, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of right. surprising. Actually, yeah, actually, today was a very busy day, and and I, uh, when when I'm finished here, that's the first thing I'm going to do is watch the new episode because uh, Tuesday night, that's that's my ritual is to is to watch that. Uh, that's my one no miss uh, thing. Uh, but yeah, adding Scott Steiner and, and um, Marty Skrull to the uh, equation too really was a, a couple pretty good uh, additions to that. Uh, oh, uh, another one to sign in WA Power that I think is, is really good that I would love to manage. I, I've actually seen him at a couple AIW shows is Eddie Kingston. That guy is pretty tough. <laughs> you know, I, I really enjoy his... Uh, his sort of hard-nosed uh, style, so I, I could, I I would enjoy managing him. I believe. Hey, well, I'm glad you took the time out of your Tuesday night to jump on here with us. Oh, it's a pleasure. I like to hear now. Let's let let's see. Where do you want these rejects to go and make it? How far to the top? Are you going to challenge for tag titles? You going to challenge for the mega heavyweight title? What's the plan? Uh, the plan is uh, when uh, we're actually, I believe we're sort of shifting our plans a little bit, uh, given that Brian Conville sort of is taking a bit of a hiatus. Uh, originally, I think it was uh, our plan to go after the, the the tag titles with the LSDs, who I think are a joke and a disgrace to tag team wrestling. <laughs> They're a disgrace to the sport uh, that Luthez and, and and all those great competitors of the past did. You know, they make a mockery of it with their Skittles and that sort of thing. But um, we really wanted to have as one of our goals sort of elevating and, and cleaning up the tag division. But again, with Brian sort of taking a hiatus, uh, probably – uh, looking for one of the singles titles uh, at Mega uh, as a first step. Uh, I definitely, ultimately, absolutely uh, would love to see Tyreek take the Mega Championship. I, I think, you know, few people really work as hard as him, and you know, he he's been he's been a workhorse, and he has uh, been around for a long time, and he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. And um, I think it would be a great crowning achievement for him to take the mega title. So ultimately that I would say that would be my goal. I, 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 that would just picturing myself with the mega title uh, around Kalam's waist. uh, That, that is, that's something that kind of keeps me going. That's, that's definitely a goal, goal of mine. That's an obtainable goal, man. Just keep going for it. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I think so. Um, you know, there's been a few um, 
stutters, you know, and, and you know, a, a few uh, false starts. But I, I think we got all the ducks in a row, as they say. And uh, I think we're, you know, uh, Tyreek is really looking forward to sort of putting Johnny all night behind him. Uh, and then the sky's the limit, you know. Um, just it's going just to be about racking up wins and 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 rising that ladder, you know, to to get the title shot the, that that he so richly deserves, you know, to make it so it's undeniable that he deserves that, you know, because uh, I I think he deserves one today, but again, make it to where even the management of Mega Championship Wrestling can't deny that he is deserving of the title shot. Or he's going to just take it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what y'all got going on. I need me a shirt. That's what yeah. I need. There you go. Y'all can uh, grab them shirts when it's time, intermission time. Dom will be sporting it for y'all so you can see what it looks like. Yeah, All right. got my shirt. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and and if if I if I might be so uh, bold to say, I think that they're really pretty cool shirts too. <laughs> I have to say the the design and the printing and everything on them was you know I worked with uh, a graphic designer to to sort of have the idea of what I wanted it to be, and uh, you know I was really happy how they came out. I have been toying with the idea of professor merchandise too. So I don't know if the world is ready for that yet, but you know, I'm thinking about that as well. Oh, they ready. Go on and do it. <laughs> the world is ready. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was, I was thinking maybe of autographed uh, rulers or autographed yardsticks. So mm. that's one possibility. I also like someone did a graphic of me, uh, sort of a cartoony graphic of me. And I kind of liked, uh, the one where I'm giving a thumbs down. I could see that on a, on a t-shirt. <laughs> I could see that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you might need a cartoon. Right. Right. Well, you definitely don't want a, an actual picture of me. That's for sure. So maybe <laughs> a, yeah, a cartoon would probably, probably be the best move. Oh, yeah. Look out for that professor merchandise. Y'all y'all got that's the first right. plug right here. Yeah, there you go. What's up, Dom? You got some more questions cooked up? You got to start throwing chalk dust in people's face. <laughs> you know what? That is that is a that's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna have to remember a couple erase. Oh, yeah, I have a couple erasers. I need a school bag or a briefcase that I can keep all this stuff in my my detention pad and the erasers. Oh, I like that. I really do. I really do. Uh, it's popped in my head just now. Well, hey, I appreciate it. You know, I've gotten more good suggestions from people just casually chatting, you know, people that are involved in wrestling, people that are fans. And again, it all kind of goes up here, you know, and then at the right time, hopefully it'll come back out. But I actually like that. I can see it now. Oh, man. That's going to go viral. <laughs> oh, man. He do that. I'm going to scream at this show. 
Yeah, that that is that is actually that is pretty awesome. I like that. What are some other ideas that's been through out there? Uh, well, it, it's funny. Uh, some of the things I thought of, like, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Dr. Dan uh, Rockingham has the uh, self-help pamphlets that mm-hmm. he gives out. Uh, I think that that is where uh, sort of the detentions came from, because I thought like, well, what is it that I could give out that would be like that? You know, and I thought, well, you know, give people detentions or I guess I could give report cards, too. But uh, the detentions would be good. Uh, I've had a lot of people to encourage me to use uh, the ruler. Um, I have done some PowerPoint presentations, but kind of Drew Gulak did those too. So I don't want to, I don't want to get sued for gimmick, gimmick infringement or anything because, uh, you know, he kind of did that as well. Um, but I might, might do some more of those in, uh, uh, in the future. Um, just really kind of, kind of everything, uh, you know, kind of everything I did is just based on stuff that I saw that I remember seeing someone do and I liked or, take it maybe twist it around a little bit uh you know and, and just go from there you know uh i will say the wrestling locker room it, it, at the places that i've worked has been very positive and a very good and supportive environment you know uh like like i said dr dan has been uh, very good with the advice um aaron bauer when he was managing a few years back uh really gave me some good pointers you know, he he was the one suggested if you notice, like whenever I sign an autograph, typically it's with a red pen, you know. So, you know, being the professor and all signing with the red pen is just a nice little touch. But just like anything that you can do, just make it reinforce the character and, uh, you know, and, and support the, the character and the personality that you're trying to portray. So the mega locker room has been very good with that, you know, uh just people are willing to look at what you're doing and, and really offer good uh, constructive feedback, which is, which is really cool. Super cool. Super cool. Now, what would you give, well, what advice would you give the managers coming up now? Since all the tips and all the pointers that you received, what would you tell somebody's fresh in the game of men? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, first of all, you know, whatever sort of persona that you assume, make sure it's part of your personality that that's magnified, you know, like, you know, for example, like I couldn't come out and do like a cowboy gimmick, you know, (laughs) it just wouldn't be right. You know, I would have no way to do it. It's, It's not part of my personality and, and it just wouldn't work. So take a part of your personality and just magnify it. Just turn it up to 10 you know, turn up a certain aspect of your personality uh, to 10 and uh, watch the great, watch the managers that you admire, see how they give their promos, see how everything they do sort of uh, enhances and, and brings out their personality and expresses their personality. Watch how they act in the ring uh, or outside the ring and, uh, you know, just when you take these things, when you see these things, you don't necessarily copy them, but you sort of apply them and make them your own, you know, and, and figure out a way that you can do something similar to maybe what other people have done, but but make it your own. Don't just duplicate what someone else has done before. 
So, you know, keep it, you know, keep it authentic, you know, keep it um, uh, as an extension of your personality. Um, the the other thing I would say, I remember reading this in, in Mick Foley's book, uh, is um, it's important for heels to think that they're right. All right. In other words, by whatever twisted logic that a heel has, the heel feels justified in doing what the heel does, you know. So in their mind, they're doing what's right. So if they take a shortcut in the ring or whatever, they're doing it because of a reason. They rationalize it to themselves and they can justify it. So, you know, believe in what your character's doing. Try to respond in as genuine way as possible to these situations that happen in, in wrestling. Like uh, one of the things I'm, you know, uh, faced with is, is Mark uh, Alejandro is going up against uh, Jackson Stone, you know, and Mark is quite a bit smaller than Jackson Stone. So um, really, I just I did a promo today for it that that is going to be released, and it's really like my genuine thoughts about how Mark, being a young guy, he's trying to make a name for himself, right. and I have a lot of respect for Jackson Stone and his ability, but he's in Mark's way, so he's a test for Mark that we're just going to have to figure out a way to get around. So. I tried to respond as real as I could to the situations that are, are presented to you uh, in, in the wrestling world, if that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And then makes a lot of sense. what are some of your goals like for the professor in the uh, next couple years? Definitely to be the manager of, of championships of championship holders. Uh, I have always loved championship belts <laughs> and I can't wait to be ringside holding the belt while someone I manage is in the ring defending it. Uh, so I definitely, definitely, I have not managed a champion yet. Uh, Kalam was, Tyreek Kalam was the Infinity Champion in Mega, but that was during the time that I was uh, on hiatus for personal reasons. So I didn't get the opportunity to do that. But I definitely is a goal. Um, I would like to uh, go to a few other promotions. Um, you know, there's, there's a few promotions that I kind of have on my radar that I would like to work at. Uh, and you know, never say never, you know, it, it could happen. I never thought I'd make it this far. You know, I remember when I first got into it thinking like, if I could just go and be at one event, that would be great. <laughs> you know, that would be like my lifetime dream just to participate somehow in one event. I don't care what it is. You know, if it's the guy sweeping up afterwards, you know, and it really is evolved for them. And I've, I've participated in three different promotions now. Um, and, uh, again, you know, just take it a step at a time and just keep working hard and, and working on what you do and, and trying to improve it. And, 
And hopefully, uh, you know, there'll be more good things in the future. I see lots of good things in the future, especially with the attitude you have. And it's still, you still feel like that fan from back in the day. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I can hear it. That's, that's what makes it all better. Always oh, I, continuously having fun with it. I, I absolutely do. Uh, that, that definitely is, is one of my goals is to, is to have fun with it. Uh, and I'll tell you, uh, let's see. I, I wasn't managing at the time, but I was doing some backstage interviews for Mega uh, December of 2018 when Ricky Morton was in uh, from the Rock and Roll Express. And I was wearing a tuxedo to do the interviews. And he asked me if I was a ring announcer. And I tell you, I could barely get the words out to say, no, sir, I'm not the ring announcer. I was like, uh, 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 you know. I was just so starstruck, you know, this is someone I had watched, you know, for I don't know how many years with the Rock and Roll Express, one of the greatest tags teams ever. And there he is, like standing in front of me, you know, and and it was just uh, amazing. So, yeah, I, I know, you know, uh, they say sometimes, you know, if if you're working this, you you shouldn't be uh, starstruck or you shouldn't be like a fan. But I'm always going to be. I'm always going to be that kid that's amazed <laughs> that I'm actually participating in, in this and, and having a good time doing it. That's just like us, man. We enjoy what we do. And we don't even get in the ring. <laughs> we just interact, interview, kind of living out something that we wanted to do for a long time. And it's amazing to see where we're at with this right now. Right. Well, that's great. I mean, uh, good podcasts are really, uh, really uh, uh, a joy to listen to. There's there's uh, any number of them that I listen to uh, that, uh, you know, that are really good. And, and yeah, it's, it's a way to get, uh, you know, to, to, to participate some and to be involved. And yeah, so I, I'm sure that your, you know, how do I want to say this? Your love for it is what what makes it fun for you. You know, it's not like a, a job or, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a grind or something that you're doing out of obligation or something. But it's something that you really enjoy. And and that's that's how it is for me as well. Ain't that the best? Ain't it just the best? man? I, I agree. Every job is like this. Woo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a lot less coffee being sold. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> exactly. And so just tell the people where you can find the professor at in the next couple months or the next couple weeks. Okay. Uh, two weeks, uh, well, a week and a half from now on January 25th, I'll be at the Mega Championship event, uh, Crown Prince in Illyria, Ohio. And in that match, I have, there's two matches, uh, for people in the Reject Academy. Mark, uh, Alejandro is going to be facing Jackson Stone, which is a dawning task, but we'll be ready for it. And Tyreek Kalam is going to get another chance to beat up on Johnny All Night, which is something we both relish, Tyreek and I. So that is the mega event coming up in a week and a half. And then, First weekend of February, I believe. I don't know the exact date, but probably the first Saturday in February, I'll be down in Bellefontaine, Ohio, or Bellefontaine, as I like to call it, uh, for New Wrestling Era. And uh, 
they're in the midst of crowning their first championship. So there's a couple of tournament matches um, that uh, uh, that uh, Tyreek uh, and uh, Adrian Satterfield are going to be involved with, two of the fellows that are uh, in the force. I don't remember off the top of my head who their opponents are. Uh, they've just recently been announced, and again, my memory fails me, but they're working towards that goal. So that's the next two events uh, for me. Sounds pretty good. Be sure to check right. the professor out, y'all. I'm telling you, once you see him in person, you'll understand why we love him so much. Well, I really appreciate it. You know, I I have to say, yours, your Twitter feed is, is one of my favorite for wrestling. Uh, because for one thing, you know, you're not, you know, as we said before, you're, you're, you're into wrestling. You're not into like, well, gee, what were the ratings and in the 18 to 35 year old demographic and all that kind of nonsense, like so many wrestling fans are, or wrestling fans that want to hate on a promotion. And, you know, you have to pick sides. Do you like NXT or AEW? It's like, yeah, you know, you just watch it and enjoy it, you know? If you don't like it, don't watch it. Yep. <laughs> you know, so I think I think that's the, the, the my favorite part of your Twitter account is that that you just have that attitude that makes it, you know, uh, you're going to talk about some stuff that you have a passion for and that, that you that you really enjoy. Not to say that you're not going to criticize if something needs criticizing, but, uh, you know, you're you're about the wrestling and about being a fan instead of a, a critic, let's say. Yep, that's our page. I'm glad how you excluded all the wildness that happens on the page, though. You like, we cleaned this up just now. Appreciate <laughs> that, Professor. I, I like that. I like that. Well, you know, that's fun, too. You know, there's a, there's a place for everything, right? Oh, yeah. Most Facts. definitely. And Twitter is definitely that place. It's everything on there, man. I wish Twitter was out when we was in elementary school. Who knows where we'd be at right now? Oh, I've, I've thought, like, if... Uh, if the WWE network was around when I was in school, I probably wouldn't have got out of high school, you know, cause like to be able to watch any pay-per-view, you know, any wrestling, you know, at any time, you know, I'd have never got any homework done or, or studied or passed tests or, or anything like that. You know, yeah, uh, parents would have included that in punishments. I think we're <laughs> straight A students cause we could watch all of it. We want to well, get that homework done. Well, that that's the other possibility too. Yeah, uh, the other thing I really envy uh, today is the wrestling action figures because when I was growing up, uh, there was only like I had GI Joes and GI Joes were like every wrestler, you know. So I didn't have like a wrestling action figure for Kurt Angle or the Big oh, Show or whatever. It was like, well, okay, this time this GI Joe is Johnny <laughs> Valentine and this GI Joe is. Uh, Johnny Powers or whatever, you know, so it'd have been great to have all those action figures uh, back when I was a kid. I'm sort of envious of that. Oh, good. I was fortunate enough to get that wave. Oh, man, we had everybody. We used to have Royal Rumbles in the ring with all the wrestlers. Oh, I'll bet. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. That's a good time right there, Dom. Yeah. Where'd Dom go? Dom, you sleep? No, I'm still here. I'm still here. I was just zoning off thinking about toys and stuff, like the ones I had. Like, I had this Kevin Nash toy, man, back in the day, man, and I bought it. And as soon as I took it home, I was sitting there playing with it, and he broke. And I couldn't find a receipt. And I cried. 
Oh my god! But my mom bought a ne- another one the next day. What did he do? Did he tear his quads or what? <laughs> Believe it or not, his leg his leg broke off. Like it was the one that like you press the button and you do the the power bomb, the jack knife okay. power bomb. Right. And so right. I pressed it, and all of a sudden, like his leg just popped off, and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's broke!" And I can't super glue him together or nothing. Right. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Feel sorry for you for your Nash toy, Don. My bad, man. Sorry. I got the double pack. It was Nash and Hall the next day. Oh, that's even better. It better come up. You see that? <laughs> Should have got the third man Hogan for the next given. Yeah, the whole NWO set. The French House Street had the Hogan, so when he came over, we had everybody. Cross promoting with the guy across the street now, Don? Of course. That's how you doing, man. Yeah. Good relationships. <laughs> Well, I think that's a wrap, y'all. All right. That was, well, a, that was a pretty good episode. Won't you think so, fan? Well, it was a pleasure on my part. Hey, anytime you want to do this, I'll be I'll be more than happy to do this. This is I mean, this is what I what I do anyhow. I uh Matt, the guy that I was talking about from the radio station, we always are watching wrestling at the same time and chatting via Facebook uh messenger or whatever so yeah anytime any time you guys needed a guest just let me know i'll be glad to step in oh for sure now would you mind telling these people where to follow you at on your social media handles yeah uh that is uh that is a good one the good question i'm actually gonna have to look this up oh we got time (laughs) uh you can look on facebook if you uh look for the professor mcw so facebook.com slash the professor mcw and on twitter i am mcw professor i believe yes yeah at at mcw professor cool everybody you already know where to follow us at but if you don't it's at powerbomb jutsu on everything instagram facebook we got twitter we got Snap. No, we don't got Snapchat yet. But stay tuned. In a few weeks, we'll have something better than all of that put together. Super secret coming Uh-oh. next week. That's what I but like. But make sure you guys get Professor's shirt because his shirt is pretty cool. And his stuff is out right now. Did you buy them online or do they have to go to the show? They they uh, have to go to the shows now. Yeah, not exclusive. Not exclusive. Yeah, there you go. Only way to get that heat, you got to buy a ticket first. That's right. It's not a bad bargain, if you ask me. The shirt's yeah, we, fire. Yeah, which you should be doing anyhow, because mega mega shows are, are amazing. A lot of really hardworking, a lot of really talented, hardworking uh, people involved in them. So. Mm-hmm.